We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon! Hey! Happy Wednesday. Hump day, everybody. Happy hump day. I have a hump in my hot tub now. I don't know mm. if I want to know th- how this story goes, but sounds like the beginning continue. of a Russ Meyer film. Yeah. yeah. So I I let the puppies out about two o'clock in the morning last night to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I looked at my hot tub, and it the cover started to sink a little bit from all of the rain. Ooh, I just wanted to go go noticed. I did not. That that joke that Jeff Rust had was mm. A plus, mm-hmm. and it needed to be acknowledged. Okay, okay continue. Water in your hot tub. Uh, no, the cover. So it's you know the yeah. split cover. Yeah. Uh, it had collapsed a little bit because it had rained, and I I, I took the cover off and like cleared it probably at like four thirty in the afternoon. Mm. So it even more rain had come down because you know it hasn't stopped. No, it hasn't. And Russ made a good point on Twitter last night. We went from, it was a Pineapple Express and turned into Atmospheric River now. Yeah. Is that the same thing? I saw it somewhere that said, yes, it was formerly known as a Pineapple Express, and now they call it an Atmospheric River. But did it change? Was this like Tropical Storm Huey turning into Hurricane Huey? Oh, that I'm not aware of. You know, I don't I don't yeah. know. I don't. Is there a difference? Because the Pineapple Express is more cheeky and fun sounding. Absolutely. And it does make it more bearable. Yeah. But I believe that, and this is uh, amateur meteorologist Dusty Harris speaking. <laughs> Actually, I feel like meteorologist would be Dustin Hera. So this yes. is amateur yeah. meteorologist Dustin Hera speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Guys named Dusty cannot report the weather unless it's like in Oklahoma where you have a dust bowl. Um, well, and then your last name would have to be like Storm. Yeah, yeah, Dusty Storm. Yeah. Yeah. That, and Whoa. now we're talking. I uh, That is Oklahoma, Tulsa News. Yeah. Or like in what, the Three Amigos Dusty Bottoms? Never heard that one. Never heard that one. Remember the Three Amigos? No. I, oh, I know. I know. Ned Meterlander. Look, when when your name is Dusty and you're growing up, you get Dusty Roads, Dusty Bottoms, and Dusty Springfield. <laughs> and all of them are are different forms of praise or insult in some in some cases. You take what you can get. Yeah, and I'm here for it. Look, my name is Dusty. That's hmm. an actual name. My wife looked at her best friend when she, she, when I was introduced to her, and as I walked <laughs> away, she said, "That's his real name." <laughs> It is what it is. Things were off to a it rollicking is, it, start. It is what it is. Things happen. <laughs> yeah. It's been 
15 years now, who's laughing? Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> go ahead. Speaking of uh, things happening, uh, I went I, out at like two o'clock in the morning and my uh, my hot tub cover like, like sank an inch on one side. Mm. And I went to lift it. It felt like it weighed 300 pounds because so much water had filled up inside of it. Yeah, that's not good, Bob. No. So I, uh, I, I dump it out, lift it up, dump it over the edge. Mm-hmm. And then I got up this morning, put the puppies out, Ooh. and it was down like four inches. So Uh-oh. the cover's ruined. Yeah, which super cool. But also now those are cheap. Oh yeah, they're not only are they, are they not cheap. Um, now I have to worry about it filling up every day because it's basically a giant eight foot bowl that just collects rainwater. Again, back to Pineapple Express. <laughs> Pineapple Express. <laughs> I believe amateur meteorologist Dustin Hera um, or Dusty Storms mm. Tulsa. Weather watch. <laughs> it probably has to do with because it was warmer. It was like fifty degrees. Like it was like fifty five degrees, right? Warm. It was like yeah. warmer, warmish. Mm-hmm. It's probably now it's just cold. So they're like, yeah, screw you. It's an atmospheric river now. Yeah, the pineapple is gone. And I think the other night we set a new record for a high low temperature, like an all time December record. It was only got down to like sixty five. See, that's why. There we go. Yeah. Pineapple Express, great movie too, and. Uh, I responded to your Pineapple Express with a Pineapple Express gif, weather-related, about hurricane season, and you fire, he fires back with me, dazed and confused. Wow. Gif. You know, that wasn't me. That wasn't you? That was Rufio. Oh, that was Rufio? Yeah. La- oh, I, uh-uh. Was it me? Yep, it was. Speaking Dude. Of, speaking of bowls. Well, my gosh. Oh, uh, that was Tito's. <laughs> no, <laughs> you and I don't. I was I was looking at your tweet and going, I don't know how this yeah. one. I uh, don't. I, I, <laughs> you gave me the let me lock cooler if it did. You know, <laughs> my goodness. Wow, this is a good one. I got one co-host out there hobbling around on one leg. <laughs> who's who's out there getting the water out of his hot tub? Meanwhile, I got my producer a half bottle deep of Tito's. <laughs> Erroneously putting gifts out there as oh. if like is Rufio your burner account? Yeah. I know like P1 Rufio was... was here the other day. I know he's a person. <laughs> but now he's letting me have it on the YouTube chat too. As, yeah. as he should. What is happening here? What is happening? Derailed. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was contemplating. Do you mix booze with your eggnog, and what is it last night? What do you put in? Because there is there are two facets. There is eggnog and bourbon and eggnog and rum. Or Ooh, there's eggnog, eggnog and trash cans. Or, well, my personal favorite is eggnog, and, is eggnog and brandy. Brandy? Yes. Everything Looking Glass. Sounds fantastic song. I may have to... I, I don't have any brandy on my liquor shelf currently because... I'm not 80, but <laughs> but if I didn't do brandy, I'd do like a nice, you know, like a Captain Morgan's. So you're yeah. you were a spiced, spiced rum, rum man. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I'll, I'll throw some I'll throw some bourbon in with the eggnog, and then oh, I love eggnog. Eggnog Ugh. is a treat. There, that is the candy corn of the Christmas holidays. Also sucks. Eggnog. Yeah. What also sucks? Yeah, well, it, candy corn is terrible. Look. Yeah. My daughter brought home a project. It was like a, a writing and research project mm-hmm. she did. She's a fourth grader. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm uh, preface, you parents. struggled with it? 
I'm very proud of my daughter. However, <laughs> her first ever like full on research report was on the merits of candy corn being America's favorite candy. And I read it and I went, okay. <laughs> you okay. failed as a father. I've got to be nice here. And it was... Got to have some tact. She made some good points, mm. but at the same time, I could have hammered right back over the top with all of the negatives in that. Not, not, not going to be captain of the debate club? She has a future in it because she made oh. some very good points. Okay. In that... It was not cited. There was there was no bibliography. We had no mm. notations. But it was cited that candy corn is produced as a seasonal candy more than any other candy in the United States. And it goes back to the 1800s. And I'm like, well, they should have changed the recipe since then. Also, <laughs> this this goes back to my Red Vines point. Yeah. You have to produce it in mass quantities to because that's the only way people will buy it. It's not actually good. See, that's, not, but the, you, that's wrong because... Everybody knows the bucket of red vines because the bucket of red vines are delicious. Mm. You can buy these smaller packs of red vines still. Okay, yeah, those like are the, available for consumption, like the movie theater box. That's right. Yeah. You can get those at the stores. You don't just have to buy a bucket of them. When was the last time you saw somebody with a box of red vines and not a bucket? Okay, I will go back to this. Uh, my booth buddy and I, Steve, mm. uh, for the Banks Braves. We go up to the press box where he's on the defensive headset, I'm on the offensive headset. I bring him a box of Red Vines every game. Mm. And he hammers those things. I hammer those things. Red Vines are delicious. Yes. But well, that every week. Too. So every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe you get a little squirrely, make a straw out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we don't do that. I haven't seen that. I used to be a big fan of that. <laughs> You get like your Dr. Pepper, Mr. Oh, yeah, Bib, and you make it like by a little straw, and yeah. you got that little straw there. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, I mean that that that. See, that's how you make a red vine viable. Yeah, just turn it into something other than food. Sh- I don't want to hear it, Captain Twizzler. In <laughs> just just line your stomach with wax, like just just yeah. disgusting. But her merits of the candy corn were that they do it seasonally, where they have like Fourth of July candy corn they have christmas candy corn and they do like these are facts they they exist and people buy them i don't know who but they're there and i was just uh but same time proud and disappointed we actually you know? currently have a bag of candy corn in our house and it's a variety <sighs> of mixed fruit flavors and it's eight years old no it's from this just it's from Halloween. You, I, bu- you bought it? Wait, they have flavors of it? Yeah, it was like different fl- fruit flavors, no, and no. so different colors and such. But I like flute flavors. Yeah, flute flavors. We're in. Yeah. We're in. All right. <clears throat> that That's candy corn. I, I don't know where we how we got to candy corn. We got to candy corn. Your daughter's corn. research paper. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I don't know where that even yeah. came from, but... Um, mm. The merits of eggnog. That's oh, where eggnog! Yeah. Eggnog is treats. the seasonal yeah. treat. I do appreciate eggnog, but to your point of, if it was that delicious, we drink it year round. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's just too heavy. Yeah, it's just too heavy. And I like it good and thick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Darigold, That's a drop. You need to yeah, make that. <laughs> but it is eggnog is a is a nice little seasonal treat sometimes it's okay to just have a seasonal treat like probably to your point as well does anybody eat hot dogs year round i mean yeah yeah you do 
Really? I, that's just summer. Well, for I me. guess no. That's I can't just say summer. Round, but yeah. like I'm not, I'm not grilling up hot dogs in the winter. There's never a time where I'm like when I was a kid. Yeah, mac and cheese. And well, hot dogs. I, I, I guess we're, I mean, we're splitting hairs here. Yeah. If we're talking hot dogs versus brats, because I, I haven't had a hot dog, hot dog, in God knows how long. But like a brat or like a chicken sausage, like the the the, the Idels chicken. Yeah, jalapeno. like if you're going Zenners, that's yeah. a different sausage is different than just your standard, you know, Oscar Mayer or wiener. Yeah, so I've I've I don't I haven't had an, the 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 Oscar Mayer in a while, but I'll I'll have the like the, the Costco Polish dog. Oh yeah, those, those yeah. are those are year round. Yeah, there we go. Or if Co- we go for the hot dogs, a lot of time we'll do the the Hebrew National or the Nathan's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had like the the. The hot dog variety dog, in probably some time. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. I just I just go Polish dog. Yeah, yeah. You go bougie dog. Yeah. You got that's, that's, that's my mic. Yeah. Is is tequila? Is that a, is that a seasonal? Is that a seasonal drink? Because that's my that's my Christmas seasonal drink. Okay, that's not the season that I would associate tequila with. No. Well, I mean, it's also a, it's also a summertime seasonal drink and a springtime seasonal drink and a fall seasonal drink. No, I like I just like tequila. Yeah, that's, that's I like I tequila. Yes. It's good. You know, I'm not a big fan of mezcal though. Mm. It's just smoky tequila. Yeah, like I mean, it's no, like that, the scotch of the yeah, tequila world. That's a, that's a more uh, acquired taste, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, but I like a good smooth. Tequila. I could, you know what? Of all of the seasonal drinks, if we want to call it seasonal, I, I can do a mule. Give me the yeah. old copper cup. Oh, I enjoy a Moscow mule. Yeah. I like a Kentucky well, mule. Well, a nice little uh, variation on that. Use cucumber vodka. That Very sounds refreshing. terrible. Oh, it's fantastic. I hate cucumber. You do? Yeah. There's something about that that, that refreshing taste right. that everybody loves. To me, it tastes like dirt. Okay. Do you like pickles? Yeah. I know. See? Trust me. We're flipsies. Look, We're flipsies yeah. here. And see the same thing. Like, uh, I don't like uh, raw tomato, but you do literally anything to it. Like, dice it up and put some cilantro on it and call it pico. Love it. You can take your cilantro and shove it. Are you one of the soap babies? Yeah. Oh, God. I hate cilantro. Just even the smell of it. I don't... Ugh. I think it's a great Get smell. It oh, I it's fantastic. It's smell. I, yeah. feel, I feel like that's how, you know, people are just sorted. Those that, you know, are good and pure like cilantro, and those that aren't, don't. Don't ever, <laughs> ever again try to classify your... Status as a human of the good and pure. Okay, I don't think anybody's ever tried to refer to me as good and pure. I am not down here trying to trying to sit and say that I am some sort in my ivory tower saying I am good and pure. But what I will say is, do not dare try to put yourself in the good and pure. I have heard far too many incriminating stories in this segment of this show to refute that you are good and pure, sir. I mean, let the record state. That I am. <laughs> Clearly. How dare you? I feel like... So the, far as law enforcement is concerned anyway. <laughs> I absolutely feel like the floors of Odyssey Portland in the studios of 1080 The Fan are about to part in a hand from hell is going to reach up and grab you at any moment during this, dad? this segment. Is that you, Dad? <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, we got, Hey, we got sport to talk to. Our man, Ryan Horvat is going to join us uh, at 1.30 today. Uh, he will talk all things betting. We'll talk NBA Cup betting a little bit. That was last night. We'll talk NBA Cup. What, another night of good basketball for the NBA Cup. Good scoring in one game and a controversial finish in the, in the other. Look, the in-season tournament so far has been a rousing success. It's been fun. Yeah. It has been fun basketball. Um, I just can't wait for, you know, the banners to be raised and the T-shirts to be made. 
<laughs> but it the games have been awesome. Yes. The games have been... And the crowds have been electric. Undeniably awesome games with hideous courts. And I have questions... I have a question you can answer on mm. this one uh, when we when we dive that in dive into that. I also want to talk. What did they put on that shirt? We won the correct random selection of games. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did it. All right. Mm-hmm. We did. We can do hard things. Twenty twenty three. It's another drop. No, it's, it's going to be not. the uh, the, the Roman numeral one and then cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, that's what they will do. Mm-hmm. Just a little bloop, and then cup. An ICUP. Uh, all right. Um, so let's get to it. We got a little a little bit of news for today. Mm. Um, I think we're kind of news-heavy today. It is. Kind of news it's heavy one of those yeah. newsy days yeah. out there. And this is inspiring mm. to the people of Oregon. Next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We can do hard things. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Okay, we've got uh, a report that is lingering out there that there's still a lot of working parts that need to be done. In there, there's only one report of it, but um, I think it does bear mentioning. And then we can kind of go into what loopholes may be out there uh, and pitfalls that may be out there. But there is a report that the Civil War is going to be back as soon as next year and and moving forward. But the, the, the caution in all of this is that we do have one report out there, but there's a lot of hoops that need to be jumped yeah. through in order for this still to happen. And um, it does involve Oregon playing Oregon State in September. Uh, if you're following Twitter, um, that's where it, it kind of, the, the first place that I saw it, September 14th, we, we're going to have the rivalry game back on between the Ducks and the Beefs. And we talked about this, that the way the Big Ten scheduling is and the way that this sets up for the Ducks in particular was that this it always had to be at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah, because at the end of the year, Oregon and Washington will be now mm-hmm. playing. And beginning of the year, this is, it's a non-conference game, so you're going to push that thing forward, uh, and it'll be at the beginning. It would be interesting to see if maybe they can kind of, you know, I don't know, toggle some schedules late uh, in the future mm-hmm. to where you have like a Florida-Florida State play the last regular season sure. game of the season, right? Georgia-Georgia Tech do the same thing. 
if you can have maybe that moving forward later on, hopefully the Big Ten can kind of massage that and make it work. Mm-hmm. Which won't but, happen for at least four years because the schedule's already... Well, yeah, and the protected rivalry, though, in the Big in the Big Ten's eyes, is Oregon and Washington yep. moving forward. And that's how business is going to be done, but I don't think that that takes away from this rivalry's significance because, look, the Red, Red River rivalry is earlier in the year mm-hmm. every year between Texas and Oklahoma. It's also super fun. The Tennessee-Alabama uh, game, mm-hmm. third weekend of October every year, mm-hmm. that's it, not at the end of the year. Isn't Tennessee-Florida early, too? Uh yeah, that one jumps around. That that one I don't think it's, is as protected date but it, wise. But it's not. It's not. It's never like last game of the year. Kind no of deal. It's usually like earlier mid. But you can you can have these games and still make them just as interesting yeah. early in the year. Like the Fog Bowl will always like be stuck in my memory. Having the War of the Roses is going to be stuck in my memory. Mm-hmm. Late games, cold, the rain affecting hell. The toilet bowl, the scoreless <laughs> tie in '83, the last scoreless tie in college football history. That one would just a mess of wind mm-hmm. and rain, where no no team could move the ball, and neither one really good enough to move the ball, anyways. Yeah. Like those games being late in the year, where the weather played a big role, those will stick out, but. As we have significant changes in the landscape of of college football, this is going to be one where we get it early in the year, yeah. and if you can't get much better than showcasing the weather early in the year yeah, in the no, state of Oregon, hey, right? Hey, you want to come up to Oregon? Here you go. Huh? Let's the, go. The thing about this is not that it's early in the season; it's that it's happening. Yes, that's that's what matters. Here, here. You and I have seen it over the last year. Beaver fans not thrilled about the prospect of it. Because they feel betrayed, and they have every right to feel that way. Sure. Because they're left holding the bag, or an empty bag. And, you know, we got a lot of in the text line over the last year, or in on Twitter, or or whatever, in, in conversation, about how they don't want to ever play the Ducks again. Yep. And I get that. But at the same time, it's you've got one of the longest-lasting rivalries in all of college football. Yeah. You have a ton of history. It's 40, what is it, less than, what, how many miles apart are they? 44. 44, yeah. So it's 44 miles apart. Like, the whole point of it being called the Civil War is because it was di- family divided. Mm-hmm. Because it was it mm-hmm. literally right next to each other in, in, the, in the sense of college campuses. You can go around your street you live on, and you'll you'll find people on either side of it, man. Hell, within the same house. Yep. And that's, there's something to be said for that. And bringing that back... And, or not even bring it back. Keeping it going matters. And I want to hear from Oregon State fans. I want to hear from Oregon fans. How do you feel about this rivalry being renewed for the foreseeable future? If it is pulled off, um, 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online, VancouverFord.com. I want to hear at 503-864-6326 how you feel about this rivalry continuing because it is important. But this isn't, you know, the, we have not seen anything saying the ink is dried because no. there is scheduling gymnastics having yes. to happen. So in order for this to happen, we've been talking about this. Oregon is in a tight, tight spot because they have not 12. They have 13 games on their schedule mm-hmm. next year. The reason why they can have 13 games is because they have a trip to Hawaii Which that is on the extra. books. Yeah. In, in going to Hawaii, the NCAA, because it is so hard to get teams to travel to Hawaii, say if you are willing to go there, you can add an extra game to your schedule. Oregon currently has 13 because on their non-conference schedule uh, prior to any of this happening was at Hawaii, Idaho, Texas Tech, and Boise State. 
Okay. Who's who's the team they dropped there? Texas Tech. Hmm. Texas Tech is apparently, according to the report, going up to Pullman and will be playing Washington State hmm. instead of going to Eugene. Go to Pullman instead on the 14th. The Boise State game, which is scheduled for the 14th, will move one week forward to the 7th mm. because they were planning to play Oregon State. That game goes away because of the Mountain West um, partnership, yeah. so they needed to get rid of that game. Anyways. Anyways, because you have a Mountain West partnership. And this is, it facilitates both. Absolutely. And Washington State, I believe, had San Diego State on the schedule for um, the, the 14th, 7th. Or, or, yeah. They had, yeah. they had San, San Diego State on the 7th. That is being replaced with the Texas Tech Texas game. Tech, I'm sorry. Okay? Yes. So Texas Tech is going up there now. So they eliminate a Mountain West team so they can do the three home, three away. Yes. And But when you have all of these different schools having to participate in this one game happening, there is still a lot to that can go wrong, right? It is encouraging that we are getting to that point where it looks like it's starting to get figured out. Think of all this. In order for Oregon State and Oregon to play, okay, it's not just the Ducks and the Beavs. It is Boise State, mm-hmm. Washington State, mm-hmm. San Diego State, mm-hmm. Texas Tech, mm-hmm. and, and uh, yeah, six. So you have six schools. Six schools. Six schools. All to make it so two teams can play. Yeah. And I think that's the right, that's the right thing to do. For the rivalry, for the fan base, you have the third longest uh, continuing rivalry in all of college football, right? Or in, I guess, the FBS levels. Sure. They've been playing this game since 1894. There's no reason to stop it now. And I know that Oregon State fans may feel a little bit different about that. And look, that's something that hard feelings are going to happen when this conference realignment stuff goes down. Yeah. But And we're already getting on the text line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we, we yeah. really are, and I want to hear your feedback, and some of it will be thoughtful, some of it will be knee-jerk. I don't care. I want to know how both these fan bases feel, because I'm excited as hell mm-hmm. that this game is going to continue to go on. Um, it's not the best news in the world in, in Oregon State's realm right now because of everything that's going on, and you know, uh, I heard in Russ's update that Jack Velling also entering the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. I think that puts you at like one tight end. Yeah, one tight end and no quarterbacks. One tight end in the program right now. That is, it's going to be a lot tough. of work to do. Yeah. But this is what happens when mm-hmm. you get a situation, like not just the conference uncertainty, but, but your head coach leaving yeah. your, your head coach leaving is a big one. But as it pertains to this rivalry continuing, I love it. And I'm here for it. 503-864-6326. We'll get to some of your feedback first. Big Kahuna sports center. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Our report is lingering that uh, Ducks and Beavs are going to keep on moving forward with their rivalry starting next year. Keep on, keep it going. September 14th is, is the date that everybody's kind of targeting. I would caution, we went through it. Six teams will have to jump through hoops in order to make this happen, but I'm glad that uh, it appears that the framework is there. One thing also to note, is that you now have the Beavers? If this is if this is true, we'll have ten games lined up. They'll have Idaho State, Oregon, Purdue, 
three Mountain West home games, three Mountain West road games, and then you will have Washington State will obviously be on the on the schedule as a game that will be played for the Pac-2. So that push, pushes you up to 10 games on your schedule right now, and now you only need to find two more. And there are reports of, you know, this was widely reported, you know, the several schools, Cal, Stanford, Virginia, uh, Virginia is a weird one, but Virginia apparently had been in talks of, of maybe getting a game on. Virginia? So, yeah, Virginia. And then the Cougs now have 11 games, which will likely be 10. It'll likely be 10 games uh, because they do have a game against San Jose State scheduled for September 21st. But remember, they have three home and road Mountain West games. San Jose State plays in the Mountain West right now, so I would imagine that going away. But the Cougs have Portland State, Texas Tech, Washington, OSU, and then the three Mountain West home and road games, and potentially San Jose State if that one still sticks around. But the question that we have for folks out there. What about Virginia? What about them? What about Virginia? Mm. You know, Do you want to see this game moving on? And I know that this is more pointed towards Oregon State fans because I think Duck fans do want to, but there's the jilted lover in all of this, and it is Oregon State. Um, and uh, your, fan, your fan base is chiming in, and I... I understand where they're coming from. I'm glad this rivalry is still happening. It's good for the state. It's good for football. But text uh, at 503-864-6326, the Vancouver Ford text sign. Screw that. Play Oregon with a gutted and depleted roster with with the zeros uh, so the zeros can pad their stats. No thanks. Another one, P1 Dustin. No, 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 no. Screw the Ducks. They bailed like bees. I don't want to play them ever again. Hmm. That's one way to say it. Yeah. As a Beaver fan, I want no part of this game. Not interested in this rivalry turning into a butt kicking once a year. Should have moved on. Uh, to that point, I'm not trying to be combative here. Does that mean you don't want to play anybody else in a big conference ever again? Yeah. Because does this eliminate Washington or or Cal, which well, could be? A, but, but I mean, but I mean, mean it is the rival. Mean, but, but but I mean, does it eliminate anybody? Like. Isn't the whole point is like you want to play better competition? Like and again, yeah. I, I'm not saying that that's your your little brother and it's going to be so bad. Like if you're going to get pushed down, does that mean like would you rather them if, if this like, like we were talking about yesterday with the new the new subdivision? Would you mm-hmm. rather just not be a part of the big boy club anymore? Because if you're talking about playing not just Oregon, what if you play? I don't know Texas. What if you play Georgia? What like? Oregon is trending more towards that direction than not. So does that mean you're not going to play anybody else yearly anymore, that one game a year now on your schedule? You wouldn't want it to be Oregon if for not just a little hope of kicking the crap out of them one year? I agree with I, I mean, I agree with that. But at the same time, it is the feeling of they left you behind. For sure. And they kicked you to the curb. And now get even. Yeah. Yeah, that's look. I am a spiteful man. My God, I am spiteful and I am petty. If I have this opportunity to ruin a season, Mm -hmm. even if it's infinitesimally small, and I'm going to fall on my face, yeah, fifteen times before it happens. Oh, you better believe I'm going to take it. Um, This one says, "Screw Oregon." I'm a Beavers alum, and I want nothing to do with it ever again. They moved on. Beavers need to do it as well, so you can find another home and home game for revenue. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm all for the Civil War game continuing. I love nothing more than to see the Beavers uh, 
to see the beavers derail the duck season, yes! especially early on. I think it's great. Another one, uh, OSU should have moved on. All this game does is guarantee a loss every year as Oregon is making 80 mil a year in the Big Ten. A once fun rivalry will turn into a joke. Now there is that threat and that fear, right? But that's that's what I'm saying. So, okay, so instead of playing Oregon, you go play another Power 4 program. Yeah, but here's where I, I will push back. If you look at what the Oregon versus Boise State rivalry, right? Mm-hmm. Boise State the is a Mountain West team, very sideways there, that has been paid three times to beat Oregon <laughs> handily. Okay, and that is something that you go, okay, you know, that's one of those. That's one of those ones where you either back down, and you say we never want to do it again because of the threat of the beatdown mm-hmm. is there. Yes, or. You rise to the occasion. Yeah, you get up by your bootstrap. You pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and you play that football game and and see how it goes. I understand both sides of this, and I understand where Oregon State fan is coming from, but I think you still want to have that rivalry continue and to still have that game. Because think of it this way. If you have that year, if you have that year where you, you are, and Trent Bray does a great job, and you don't play them, and you have a great season, and you had the opportunity to beat them and ruin their year mm-hmm. and say, we no, 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 we could still do it. We could still do it. It's your Super Bowl. It's your Super Bowl every September. Every September. Meanwhile, Oregon is going to be nah, looking to... It's your in-season tournament. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it is that game that you can sit there and you can lean back on. Uh, unlike the in-season tournament, this game will mean something. Wow. <laughs> wow. But it, it, will, it will be something that actually matters to you and your program when you do have those years. The separation of Oregon and Oregon State has been there over the last several years. Financially, Oregon is on far better footing than they ever have been. It's always been an uneven playing field since Phil Knight got involved and Oregon pushed all in on their athletics. That's the truth. That, that, that is the truth. It has been more one-sided. But does that mean that Oregon State loses every year? No, it doesn't. It absolutely does not, and it hasn't meant that. It, the the hill is a lot steeper to climb, though. That is the reality of it. That hill is way bigger to climb because you're not in the same conference. You're not getting the same recruits anymore. But how many recruiting battles were you actually in with Oregon in the first place? Right? Yeah. I mean, you, I, 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 I 100% get upset Oregon State fan. I mm-hmm. do. I, I, I truly do. But the whole idea of like, Rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. That's kind of been the Beavers' thing is like the the plucky underdog forever. Why not continue being that with the opportunity to not only make money, get paid to beat Oregon? Yeah. You see, my whole beef with angry Beaver fan about this whole thing is it's it's given off wicked vibes of you can't fire me. I was going to quit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, screw you. But. How many people you know uh, act like that or that get dumped and say, I don't like her anyways? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the way it is. Um, and this one says, this is so effing stupid. Give up a home game versus a Big 12 team to go on the road uh, to go on the road to a team that isn't even a group of six. Hmm. Um, 
and that's what that's an Oregon fan mm-hmm. saying that because there is another side of that. Oregon does give up a, a home game mm-hmm. in order to do this. They're giving up a game, a return trip from Texas Tech to Eugene to go on the road to Corvallis, and they're going to play this game in Reeser next year, according to the report. So we'll see. Well, I'm sure. Look, the thing is, like the reason Oregon does this, I would be willing to to bet a particularly large sum of money that there's boosters on both sides, that there are legislators on both sides that are urging both programs to keep this going. Yeah. And I think the the people at the top of both of those universities and athletic departments, mm-hmm. they they are more level-headed about what was at stake and what was at play in conference realignment yes. and what that rivalry does mean mm-hmm. to the universities and to the state as a whole. Yes. The the bitter this bitterness it will not pass. Do nope. not do not get this twisted. Hell, it'll make the rivalry more toxic, and I love it. That is 100% true. 100% true. But hell, that's how Oregon and Washington became rivals. Yes. It's because Washington wanted to spite Oregon and keep them out. Keep them out and then voted them out of a Rose Bowl one year. Like, this is mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what makes rivalries. Pettiness, intensify. spitefulness. Love it. Yep. Uh, Beef saying here, unfortunately, we need it. Monetarily and to keep up with the notion in recruiting that we're going, we're getting quality opponents for the kids um, to show off their abilities against quality competition. Just reality. Um, they aren't in the same conference. I don't see any reason to play the game anymore. As an OSU fan, I'm over it. That coming from Ryan. Um, Beaver fan, you should have more. You should be having more to look forward to with the Civil War. It's revenge every year for leaving. Yeah. 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 Every year you get an opportunity to give them the double bird. Yep. OSU fan here. Uh, these next two years are going to be rough for us in the Civil War, but we need any ticket sales, money, TV money for that game, and even beer and food sales we can get. It's sad, but we need money, and that's some, that's part of the that's part of the equation. There mm-hmm. is that with that game in your stadium, you're selling that bad boy. Yeah. You're selling that TV. That, that 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 additional revenue is yours. Yep. Yeah. Man. And let's be honest, you're going to sell that thing out for that game every year. Yeah. Uh, Oregon State has been relegated to a subdivision talent level after a 10-win season and now an 8-plus win season. We have no coach, no conference, but we're supposed to celebrate the, quote, opportunity to continue to play Oregon, who's getting a net positive out of realignment, and who's also holding up a lawsuit for the Beavs to try and get some assets only to survive. Uh, shoot that bull into the sun. They moved on. The Beavers need to move on. I want nothing to do with them. Find a different school to play. This is just another kick in the junk. Damn. Mm-hmm. Understand it. Tell me how you really feel, guys. But no, but, but that, no, no. In all seriousness, like, that's. I, I love that everybody's being honest and forthright about where where they stand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, there's not a lot of like. Well, I don't really care right now. I will say the opportunity. The opportunity to beat a team that left you behind. Yes. That's what a lot of teams would look forward to yes. every damn season. And that that is that's the truth. It's an and, easy motivator. Uh in the Big Ten, you'll have to go through a murderous row of opponents to win a championship, and softies are worried about killing the longest rivalry in college sports to have one less hard opponent. While in some cases applauding the Apple Cup continuing, of course they should continue the Civil War. Softies be damned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Boy, there's a lot of texts on this, and I want to get to a lot of them. Um, but we'll have to revisit this a little bit down the road um, in today's show because, yeah. I mean, this is a big story, and this is big news coming out of uh, out of Corvallis and Eugene. The Civil War will continue. 
And I think that is great things. But again, I will caution everybody. There's still a lot of, uh, even though it appears that things have been agreed upon, a lot of hoops to jump through still. A lot of hoops to jump through. Mm-hmm. Six different teams are involved in getting one game on the schedule for next year. And that's one of the stupidest things in college football. I say this all the time. I say this all the time, but it needs to be said. It is not okay to schedule games out 10 years in advance. No, screw that. we got to get to it back to a one-year. At most two. It is absolutely ridiculous. This is Danny Dusty on 1080 The Fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, keep the key feedback coming in. Um, I love hearing how Oregon and Oregon fan, Oregon State fans are all chiming in on the renewed rivalry. It'll apparently start this next year, 2024, September 14th, um, for that game. So uh, we have a lot of really good feedback. And, and honestly, we just got basically a tenth of the feedback that we read we went no, through a we lot got, of text we got we got bombarded we got pages texts. and pages yeah. of text and a lot of numbers chiming in and i want your voices to be heard because i do i do think in times like these it is important it is important so we're going to sift through those and uh get rid of the ones that because that's the hard part when we're going through this live for those that don't know our text stream it just kind of like it just stacks up like they just keep coming in you can't pause it you can't stop it no and so i just go through and i start reading and then all of a sudden I'll notice that I'm reading a text that has nothing but F bombs after the first sentence and I go, hmm, I need to stop that one. We'll just so I'm gonna little, sift through some. I'm gonna sift through take some. A, take a little highlight reel here and yeah. rain check on that one. Oh, and which yeah, is, no. Uh, which is also why we don't take calls, uh, mm-hmm. is because like that uh that it was always a doozy. Like mm-hmm. it may start strong and then you're like, Whoa, abort, abort, you're abort. You're in that space bar on an awful lot. <laughs> you can't stop the feed, you can only hope to contain it. That's right. That's right. That's right. So I want to end hour number one with this. Um, Zach Wilson is starting again for the New York Jets. Is he is he excited about it? Didn't sound like it. No, but I heard Aaron Rodgers went on McAfee yesterday and said mm. uh, that Diana Rossini, our, our beloved Di- Diana Indeed. Rossini, who's now with The Athletic? Yes. 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 She had the report. She she was the one that reported that, uh, you know, he had apprehension of taking that starting job over again, which Robert Sala did say, no, he he wants to play. Duh. But uh, Rodgers is calling it BS, you know. I think he Have wants to Have we ever had a season like this where we, we see quarterbacks get benched, unbenched, benched, unbenched, benched, unbenched? Because Yes, it's the NFL. Yeah, that, that happens all the time. What we haven't seen, what we haven't seen is this amount of backup quarterbacks playing. Think of Maybe this. that's what it is. Like it's half the league. It it, it almost I think yeah, it's no, 14. Yeah, it's half the league. 14. It's yeah. it, it is damn like that's not hyperbole. It's yeah. damn near half the league. And I saw a tweet uh what yesterday I think it says if uh, Trevor Lawrence doesn't play Sunday, four of the current seven AFC playoff teams will be starting backups. Yeah. Yeah. Which gives a lot of like the Buffalo Bills who are currently not in the playoff picture gives them a chance. It gives them that hope and Apparently, going to be playing Von Miller, which maybe don't. We can talk about that, yes. can talk about that later too. That's br- that's brutal, dude. 
Gardner Minshew, also a backup that that is going to uh, that is starting. Think of that, like for the rest of the year, because Andy Richardson's out. With Thursday night football this week, we we'll have oh, two God. backup quarterbacks with Kenny Pickett being out. Um, that S show between kind of hilarious because Kenny Pickett's really backup. You have Patriots, Steelers. Uh, just going down the list here of just trying to figure out who the backups are that are playing. The Colts, the Bengals. I mean, and by the way, Colts, Bengals play each other, so that's a backup bowl right there. You have the Jags and Browns, also going to be a backup bowl. You have uh, the Saints will probably be with Jameis because Derek Carr's in concussion protocol, right? I mean, you're talking about what his brother said yesterday. You have the Jets. We do need to talk about that and grab that audio. That was something. (laughs) If you missed it, David Carr with a wild comment. Yep. He, he wants half the league to be backups with what he said. Yes. Um, you have the Jets will be on their backup. We do have that sound, by the way. You will have the Vikings on their backup, the Raiders on their backup. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious mm-hmm. almighty. It's brutal. It's hard yeah. in the streets right now. And that those are all, by the way, just games that are going to be played this week. That's games that are just being played this weekend, but we have to protect the quarterbacks in the tight in Monday Night Football. The Titans will be with their backup. Yep, and so will the New York Giants, well, who are going with. Is Levis really the backup though? Yeah, uh, yeah, they, because they, they, but they, they benched Ryan Tannehill. But they named him the starter. Yeah, I know, like, but guys, that you start the season as a backup and okay, yeah, I mean I'll, I'll that's it. it. And then Tommy DeVito, you know Tommy Chitlet. Or, I mean, it? what are they calling him? Tommy Chitlets? Is that what they're calling him? No. I don't know. I have no idea what his nickname is. I mean, is. he might be better than Daniel Jones anyway, so. That is, one, that means you haven't seen Tommy DeVito uh, play 500 <laughs> back there. Because Daniel Jones is not doing it at a high level. Ugh. But it's the, the bar is the floor. The, the ceiling is the roof. Yeah. It's is, not great, Bob. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's get to our number two. Uh, I want to start. With the SEC's slogan may be taken. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 